0: Hello, and welcome to Morning Prayer at St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Edison, New Jersey. Today is Thursday, and this is the sixth week since the Epiphany. We begin our time of prayer in silence. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit Long ago, God spoke to our ancestors in many in various ways by the prophets. But in these last days, God has spoken to us by a son. A reading from Deuteronomy chapter 6, beginning this morning at verse 10. When the Lord your God has brought you into the land that he swore to your ancestors, to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob, to give you a land with fine large cities that you did not build, houses filled with all sorts of goods that you did not fill, hewn cisterns that you did not hew, vineyards and olive groves that you did not plant. And when you have eaten your fill, take care that you do not forget the Lord who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of slavery. The Lord your God you shall fear, you shall serve, and by his name alone you shall swear. Do not follow other gods, any of the gods of the people who are all around you, because the Lord your God who is present with you is a jealous God. The anger of the Lord your God will be kindled against you, and he will destroy you from the face of the earth. Do not put the Lord your God to the test as you tested him at Massa. You must diligently keep the commandments of the Lord your God and his decrees and his statutes that he has commanded you. Do what is right and good in the sight of the Lord so that it may go well with you and so that you may go in and occupy the good land that the Lord swore to your ancestors to give to you, thrusting out all of your enemies before you, as the Lord has promised. When your children ask you in time to come, what is the meaning of of these decrees and statutes and the ordinances of the Lord our God, that the Lord our God has commanded you? Then you shall tell your children. We were Pharaoh's slaves in Egypt, but the Lord brought us out of Egypt with a mighty hand. The Lord displayed before our eyes great and awesome signs and wonders against Egypt, against Pharaoh, and against all his household. He brought us out from there in order to bring us in, to give us the land that he had promised on oath to our ancestors. Then the Lord commanded us to observe all these statutes, to fear the Lord our God for our lasting good, so as to keep us alive, as is now the case, if we diligently observe this entire commandment before the Lord our God, as he has commanded us, we will be in the right. As Lutherans, we insist that all that we are, and all that we have, and all that we will be, that it all comes to us as an unmerited gift from the Lord our God who loves us. But the reason that we cling so tenaciously to God's grace is because God seems to go out of the way to make that very point in scripture. The story of Abraham and Sarah twists and turns until the birth of Isaac and can only be told as a miracle story of God keeping God's word. All other possibilities are exhausted. Everything else is gone. It's only by God's grace that Isaac is born. The story of Israel's rescue from slavery in Egypt and the journey through the wilderness is told as the miracle story of God's mighty act for them and on behalf of them. The gift of the promised land comes to Israel already full of good things, cities and vineyards and fields and everything that is needed to sustain an abundant life. These people are not the ones who constructed the cities or planted the vineyards, orchards, or field, but they will enjoy the benefits, and they will enjoy them as God's gift to them. And so in their prosperity and abundance, they are to remember that simple fact, and to teach it to their children, and to tell the story of how they were once slaves, and now, by God's grace, they enjoy all of this. Freedom is God's gift. The covenant and close relationship with God is a gift. The land and all that is in it, the earth in its fullness, it is all God's gift. And for all these things, it is right for us, as it was for Israel, to give thanks and praise. God is the one who does. The people receive with trusting, faithful, and grateful hearts when we forget what God has done for us and what God has given, or when we think that we have gained all of this by our own goodness or by our own hard work or by our own strength or wisdom or intelligence, or even worse, when we attribute the abundance goodness of the life that is all around us to the action of other forces, other gods, then the gracious givenness of the world around us will disappear from our eyes and everything will simply become hard work, endless striving, rivalry, or what was it that Solomon said? Vanity. The first commandment in the narrative that leads us to that confession, prayer, and commandment that the Lord is our God, the Lord alone, it gives us the whole creation as God's gracious gift to tend and enjoy according to God's word and promise. Moses warns the assembly, and we overheard that warning today, that the world will look and behave differently for us if we forget that the Lord is our God, the Lord alone. In much the same way, we will look at the world differently and behave differently the moment that we forget that we were once slaves, but God graciously and lovingly freed us from the powers of this world, from the powers of sin and death, so that we might be God's own. We probably of a little trouble imagining what the world looks like when it neither knows, loves, or trusts in God alone. Because it looks like the world we live in. The challenge that God puts before us as God's baptized people then is the challenge of living in and enjoying a world that God is present in, that God created and gave, that God sustains by God's word a salvation that God has accomplished for us in the blessings of the life that God sustains simply by faith. The challenge God puts before us is a challenge of remembering, of telling and living the story of God's grace that has made us what we are today through Jesus Christ our Lord. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Blessed are you, Lord, the God of Israel, free to worship you without fear, holy and righteous before you all the days of our life. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. And you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare the way, to give God's people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness in the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Mighty God of mercy, we thank you for the resurrection dawn bringing the glory of our risen Lord who makes every day new. Especially we thank you for the sustaining goodness of your creation, for the new creation in Christ and all gifts of healing and forgiveness. For the communion of faith in your church and for the gift of relationship with others for what else are we thankful merciful god of might renew this weary world heal the hurts of all of your children and bring about your peace for all in christ jesus the living lord especially we pray for the church of jesus christ in every land Especially the people, the leaders, the ministries of St. Paul's Lutheran Church. For those who govern the nations of the world. For the people in countries ravaged by strife or warfare. For all who work for peace and international harmony. For all who strive to save the earth from carelessness and destruction. For who else or for what else do we pray? Almighty and everlasting God, you have brought us in safety to this new day. Preserve us with your mighty power that we may not fall into sin, nor be overcome in adversity. In all we do, direct us to the fulfilling of your purpose through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom, and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven.